Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast, the place where you can come and learn and feel empowered in making positive changes to creating your most radiant life in every area, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical. So if you're new here, hi, my name is Tatiana. I am your host and I'm all about supporting you, empowering you to stop dimming your light and to confidently own who you are and create to live your best life possible. And in order to live our best life, we need to prioritize our health. And I'm not talking, you know, like the physical exercise movement health, like yes. And I'm talking about internal health, which means prioritizing your gut. So welcome to today's episode where I'm just sharing with you all my gut healing journey because ever since I started prioritizing my gut, my life has gotten so much better. I have felt so much better from the inside out. And you know, I'm all about doing things from the inside out, you know, your emotions, your mindset, and so does your gut. It matters. I used to not really believe it. I'll share more on that in a little bit. So let's dive into it. I know I've talked about, you know, gut health that I've been making these improvements. I did this protocol for the last few months, some swaps on my story. If you've been following me for the last few years and I've gotten many, many requests to go deeper with my gut healing journey, which honestly, I'm so excited to have received these requests because it means that you're interested in improving your health and that's the best thing you can do for yourself. So I just want to start in preface saying, I'm not a dietitian. I am not a doctor. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just telling you my journey, my experiences, my findings through my own research and hoping to give you some tangible tools to apply into your life. I will be having an episode after this one to the next week with my health practitioner, Krista, where she can go way more in depth and give you more tips and advice because she actually is the expert in this field. But for now, for today, I just want to share with you, you know, my background, my journey, some of the symptoms I was experiencing before. You may probably relate with some of them. So I really think that's really important for me to to shed light onto. And then after, especially after doing this protocol, I made some diet changes and how I feel after. And then I'm going to give you some tips, tips on food swaps, tips on things I would recommend based on my experience, my findings, and all of the resources. So what you can listen to, what you can read, who you can follow, everything that has impacted me, I want to share with you throughout the entire episode because it's so important. Your gut is so important. If I, before I start sharing my story, if I can truly just emphasize the importance of your healthy gut and taking your gut seriously, it is so important. And you're going to hear my story on like how I didn't truly, I don't want to say believed it, but I didn't really realize the amount of impact it makes on your health, your mental health, your happiness, 
how you can feel until I truly experienced it, saw studies and research for myself. So I'm really going to be sharing you some of those resources so that you can do the same. If you can just take one thing out of today's episode, I truly hope you can understand how important your internal gut health is. Your gut is directly correlated to your brain. Literally, if you have an unhealthy gut, you have an unhealthy life. Your gut is directly correlated to your brain functions, your emotions, your nervous systems, your cognitive centers. It's correlated to anxiety, diseases, depression. Your gut is like your brain. You can't live without your brain, right? You know, you can't live without your gut. And so we want to really prioritize your healthy gut. And I didn't realize the importance of it. So let's dive into my journey. I'm excited to have you here to share with you what I've been through, some of my symptoms, and some of the tips to help you in your journey. So let's start from the beginning. Not the beginning, but, you know, I was kind of reminiscing the other day and I was looking back in life and realizing how a lot of my issues that I had growing up was due to having a poor gut health. If you know my story, you know that I grew up overweight. I was unhealthy. I had to go to a nutritionist at like 10 because I was a chubbier one. And I had some, some problems. I had like a fruit allergy. I used to complain all the time about my stomach all the time. Literally my parents would get so annoyed and they honestly thought I was making it up at some point. Every time we would go over a friend's house or like out to eat with people, we would have to leave early because I would be complaining about my stomach. So poor little Tati, because having stomach ache is not fun. And then I also struggled a lot with depression and anxiety. And now I realize that what I was consuming was, it was a cause of all of these issues. I grew up on canola oil. Um, unfortunately, like my parents didn't know any better. I think that whole generation didn't know any better. Canola oil is super inflammatory. And when I get my food sensitivity tests back now, it's literally like, hell no, stay away from canola oil. My body does not like it. It causes massive inflammation, really, really bad for your gut, um, which, you know, can cause, you know, brain fog. I have been diagnosed with ADHD, but what I was consuming wasn't helping. I would eat sugar and cake and sweets all the time, like for breakfast, whether it was a cake leftover or sugary cereal that, you know, a lot of people are still consuming was not helping me. A fun fact, when I learned this blew my mind and made me realize, oh, okay. That was, I was definitely a statistic. They say about 80% of people who are depressed are actually hypoglycemic. So your food, your sugar, your blood sugar, your carbon take, all of that is playing a role in it. So yeah, it really opened my eyes. And even though I grew up eating, you know, quote unquote, healthy foods, the protein, the rice, the veggies, it was the quality that was the issue. And it is the biggest issue still going on in America. Our food industry is honestly out to get us to poison us and I speak on that from an experience. I speak on it because I worked in a food, a food industry company. I saw kind of what was going behind the scenes and it's, and it's kind of scary. You know how I mentioned that I had a food allergy. This blew my mind and I was talking to my Krista, my health practitioner on it. So I grew into a food allergy and then a fruit, excuse me. I grew into a fruit allergy and then I grew out of it. And I realized looking back, it wasn't the fruit that I was allergic to. It was the waxes and the chemical sprays on it. My body was literally rejecting it and having an allergic reaction because of all, I mean, our foods are sprayed with countless chemicals. It wasn't the fruit that the doctors were telling me. It was 
what they're putting on the fruit. Like if you look at an apple, you can see the wax. It's not like go to an apple orchard. At least I'm from Massachusetts, so we can go apple picking all the time. If you go to an apple orchard, you can see like, oh, great, cool, the apple. You go to a grocery store and you pick up the apple and it's shiny and glossy. And you're like, what the fuck are they putting on these apples? They're waxed, right? And why? To preserve it. So like, take a look. You can see in your foods. And um, that's what I was becoming allergic to. So that's a little background on like me growing up. So fast forward now, even on my health journey around 2017 is when I took my health serious, when I decided I'm going to, you know, lose weight and get healthy and heal my body, heal my relationship with food and my body. And I would still eat healthier foods, but it was a quality that was the issue because in that time I was in the health industry, the fitness industry, the bodybuilding, where I was focusing more on macro friendly, which I do believe counting macros plays a big role because it taught me a lot about portion sizes and what's in food, you know, the, just the proportions, right? So I could eat a balanced diet. So great. I'm not trashing macros. I think honestly, it's super educational for people, but because I was so focused on macro friendly, I was also hyper-focused on consuming lower calorie, lower macro food so I could eat more. And so instead of the higher calories, the higher macros, I would do the lower ones, right? There's all these brands. You see it on all the labels, low fat, zero, zero carbs, all this shit. But I was instead trading in like the actual food and the nutrients and the calories for chemicals that our guts can't detect or digest and they make you feel like bleh. So I was, you know, great. I was healthier, but I wasn't truly healthier. And I honestly didn't really become aware of this. And now I feel like, I don't want to say it's a trend. I just feel like more people are speaking out on this, or maybe that's just my world, but I didn't first become aware of how important the quality of our foods were until I moved to Florida, until my friends down here really opened my eyes. But I will say I was really hard to convince. Like I, I believed it. And I also felt like, you know what? I'm good. Like I have good energy. Like I feel lean and proud of my body for the first time in my life. I, so I kind of felt like now that shit doesn't affect me, <laughs> which is funny. And, you know, they shout out to my friends for being patient with me never like jumping down my throat of like, you shouldn't eat that or judging me. It was just more of awareness. And, and I also realized I had a view and a belief on good quality foods. I had a belief on organic being, I grew up, you know, in an immigrant family where we just chose the cheapest food. Like I would buy food based on the price versus the quality. And I, this is something I'm still having to train my mind to do. It's like, you don't need to buy the cheapest food talk to you. You want to get the quality, like see it as an exchange of quality. And because of that, I, I, I'll be honest. I had a viewpoint on organic or more quote unquote expensive food. I don't like using the word expensive, but for privileged people who were like bougie with like the labels that they put on their food. And I was totally stereotyping it. I totally put like good quality foods and organic in a box that was like not for me and for people who are just like higher class. And I honestly thought it was kind of a bunch of bullshit. So if you're there, I get it. I was you. And if you're listening, I really would love for you just to have an open mind. And I hope my story inspires you to know that like, oh, this is, there's actually truth behind this. And I hope it inspires you in making changes and doing your own research and findings as well. 
So as I was with, you know, with my friends, my new friends here in Florida, you know, you become the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So back in Massachusetts, I was just, we were just uneducated. It's really what it was. And, you know, in college, you know, going to McDonald's all the time or just fast food things, not knowing because we weren't aware. And so when I moved down here, I noticed the different foods people were buying and eating. And that's when things started to shift because then I started to notice this tastes differently or I feel different after eating this. Say if I was going to my friend's house, Lauren would make this big meal and I didn't feel bloated after. And then I, you know, I got, I became curious and that's the best way to, you know, help people is just to embody it so they can become curious and ask questions. And that's what I did. And so she directed me to the book food by Dr. Mark Hyman, which I highly recommend. And I'm going to give you guys a bunch of different resources at the end. And it truly opened my mind and it let me understand the different labels and wordings on a deeper level. Cause I honestly, I think a big reason I was resisting this was because one, I thought I was fine. And two, it's super overwhelming. Think about when you go to the grocery store and you're like, you see all these labels. Let's think of the eggs. For example, you see pasture raised, you see cage free, you see organic, you see like all this shit. And like, what? Like it's confusing. It's so confusing. And so that book really helped simplify it for me. And so what I did is I started changing things one at a time. That book really breaks it down into like eggs, poultry, fruit. I don't remember all these different things. So I started with my eggs. I went from buying the cheapest eggs, which if you now know, or if you've ever made the shift or you make the shift after this, you will see the difference. The cheapest eggs are yellow yolk, really, really foggy. Like I can't, you can't go back. Once you change your eggs, you can't go back. And I moved to organic pasture raised. Fun fact, they used to say pasteurized. No one decided to tell me until like years after it's pasture raised um, eggs where the yolk is orange and it's clear and it tastes so much juicier. When I go to Uruguay, unfortunately, they don't have all these crazy food labels because their food industry isn't out to get them like ours is in the U.S., all of their eggs are fresh and orange. And, and so, so that I started there, I started with changing my eggs. I started changing the fake sugars that I was using. I was constantly drinking like seltzer flavored waters with aspartame. Um, then I changed the, the quality of my meat, moving into some organic and then ingredients. So like no artificial dye, sweeteners, natural flavors, but I did it step by step. I'm going to break this down. That's why I'm kind of going over this quickly, but I did it little by little. You guys, I met my friends here late 2018, 2019, what are we? 2022, like little by little. So most recently, so this is really where I want to start and emphasize. I had been noticing symptoms and this is why I want to hone in on this because since I really took my health seriously and made it changing changes, I've truly felt like I've hit a whole other level of health and energy and that I never, never believed I could feel before. Cause like I truly felt good energy and good I'm a really high energized person, but it's different. I can't explain it until you experience it. And even though I was healthy, it wasn't the same. The quality of foods I was using supplements and a lot of our supplement industry, uh, like I said, is it's, um, it's junk. It's a junk food industry. It's consumed with like fake flavors, chemicals. I mean, when I look back, I'm like, Oh wow, that protein powder, that pre-workout has so much ingredients in it and then you wonder why all these people these fitness influencers or these bodybuilders are having all these 
issues. It's because they're having poor gut. And I'm going to share a lot of people like Courtney King. She was Miss Olympia, spoke on it. She was years in the bodybuilding world and had spent years. She had horrible mental health, horrible gut issues because it was all correlated and she had a lot of healing she had to do. So not to say all supplement brands are bad or supplements are bad, but you should be getting them from whole nutritious foods. And when you use supplements, really be mindful of the ingredients that are in it. Like, why are we having this like power blast thing? Like, what are those flavors, right? Like, what? What? Like, no, it doesn't make sense. So one second, I need a sip of water. So back in 2020 is when I really started to take things seriously because I was getting some pretty bad symptoms. I was getting severe like breast tenderness. Like they were, they would get so swollen and so engorged. And ladies, I don't know if you ever experienced this. Like I'm talking, I would go from like an AB cup to like a D cup before my period. And that is not normal. So much so that like I couldn't hug people. It hurt so bad. And that's when I was like, okay, that's not normal. I would have really bad itchy scalp. I grew, I always struggled with itchy scalp and dry skin. This, I like literally just, that's not, no, it's not normal, but I was told it was normal, right? Like, oh, you just have dry skin, itchy skin, Boston. I was like, okay, the weather's bad, which true. But in 2020, 2021, it got so bad. It was so bad. I was waking up in the middle of the night, like scratching my head and it was, it was horrible. Like no one wants to just scratch their head all the time. And honestly, I was ignoring these symptoms because I didn't want to go to the doctors because the doctors never gave me answers prior. I would get blood work and I did continue to get blood work and the blood work would come back normal, like for my thyroid or for all these things. And I just really want to emphasize here, normal is not optimal. And my mom works in the blood industry. Like she's a lab technician, like, and she's, you know, samples blood. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, you guys tell your patients you're normal, but what's actually normal? And then I question her because it's, it's, in, it's good to question each other, right? Like, what are we comparing it to? Are we comparing it to the average human being in America who's obese and unhealthy? So is that normal? No, right? Like, we want to be living optimal for our age. So whatever, I kind of ignored it. When I was even in Costa Rica, I was having like, I would have one drink of alcohol and I would feel horrible after. Like, things were going on with my, I could just tell, thyroid, liver. And then back in March of 2022, it got even worse. Like I was getting a breakout all around my mouth and my rash. And if you follow me on Instagram, you probably noticed it in my stories and it would not go away. And it was starting to sting and burn. And of course, like I went, I did like this virtual doctor check-in with like a dermatologist. They just gave, gave me this antibiotic steroid ointment. And I didn't want to use that because side note, antibiotics kill your gut microbiome lining and antibiotics serve you time and place and our healthcare industry prescribes them for everything and they are causing so much damage to your gut i used to be on so much antibiotics for strep throat for utis and like yeah they serve a purpose but there's also reasons why i was on it before that i didn't need to be on it so i really didn't want to be on anything like that a few other symptoms i was experiencing this year was i would feel really i was i was starting to feel bloated and i was like okay i know bloating's not normal um, brain fog. I, you know, was having some cervical pain. Um, yeah, it, there was just like some pain and it wasn't like related to my period. It was, it was hurting, um, some darker circles around my eyes. And these were just things I was noticing. And I was like, okay, I want to change this. Something just, does, you, you know, you're a gut. It's telling you it's something's not right. 
So finally in June, I reached out to Krista, who she's going to be, she'll, she's a woman I'm interviewing on the next podcast. So come back next week and listen to it because she's going to share her story on her unanswered questions for years on her health and she gives more tips and she is just a holistic integrative health practitioner and the beautiful thing about her is she comes from an embodied place because she struggled so much and she uses this it's called biofeedbacking and it's a new way of testing so you know there's blood samples there's all these tests the doctors use and she this is based, I sent her hair follicles, like 18 hair strands, and they put it in the machine and they base it on a frequency because everything is just energy where everything in this world is made up of atoms and some subatomic particles and where all everything's vibrating at a frequency. And she's going to explain more on this, but when she told me this, the quantum world, I believe in this stuff, right? Like, holy crap. And let me tell you the amount of detail was insane. Like my blood work didn't come back with this much detail, right? I was blown away. Some of my results, I had parasites, one of my gallbladder, one of my bile duct, one of my lymphatic vessels. Um, I had virus staph infections that she said could have just been happened from years, um, probably from previous antibiotic use. I had mold in, in my, in my body. I had a staph infection that was causing some hypothyroid issues. I had a cyst on my uterus. I had bacterial infection in my sinuses. So like when I breathe, like I could breathe, but I was like a little bit more stuffier. Um, I had staph in my liver tissues and these were all creating those symptoms, those hormone. Cause I went to her, I was like, I think I have a hormone imbalance issues. That That's what I was labeling it as. And all these symptoms, oops, just dropped my microphone. All these, all of these things were causing those symptoms. Like the rash was viral, the staph was causing the the hormone because of like the stress on my liver because I had like the staph in my liver. And so when she shared with me these results, I was mind blown. First of all, you got all of these answers by your hair, by my hair. Like what? And some people were like, "How does this work?" And you know, I don't. She's gonna talk about how it works because I don't know. But anyways, so those were the results from those symptoms I shared. And so she created a three-month phase protocol. Or phase one, we were focusing healing on the staph infection, the sinus. Phase two was the parasites, which honestly, majority of this world has parasites based on the food. So do a parasite cleanse. It's really cool. And number three was my liver and my lymphatic drainage. I forget what else I will see, say my third phase, I felt it because that was like where most of my stuff I feel like was impacting was my liver and my lymphatic system. And, and I thought the parasites were going to be worse, but no, it was the lymph. Um, and just like a brief thing, like I, I really did started you know, seeing changes throughout it. And so, so the, the protocol was a blend of supplements and food while healing. And why I love working with Krista is because it's not a one size fits all. There's so many of these elimination diets or just diets in general that are just putting people with in the same box. And you're like, Oh, you have joint pain. Oh, you have arthritis. Like, no, everyone is different. And if you know me, I'm all about individuality and finding what works for the specific person. My coaching isn't cookie cutter. I don't believe in cookie cutter health programs. I, like even when I did health, like everyone operates differently and we all have different DNA and we need that one-on-one stuff. So it was a blend. Like 
my friends were doing, they were actually working with her as well. And even though they were doing a parasite cleanse, they had different supplements and different protocols too. So it was so personalized, which I loved. So just a few like supplement things that I did, not supplement, food, foods changes I did to supplement while I was on this healing journey. It was just for the phases was um, taking out sugar. If I needed chocolate to do 75% cacao, I removed gluten, I removed dairy, I removed seed oils because those are huge inflammatories. I'll go into that in a little bit. And then I, um, I don't really consume soy. I lowered my nuts, my grains, and, um, I swapped my coffee to be myocotoxin free and organic because fun fact, way coffee is made, you want it to be organic because there's not going to be pesticides on it and, and other sprays. And two, coffee has a really, really high mold um, chance, you know, to have mold in your coffee, just the way it's grown and processed. And when I went to Costa Rica, actually, like they talked about this. And so the myotoxin free is a great way. So there's like Bulletproof. There's a few other brands. I'll, she'll probably share them too. But anyway, so that's what I was doing. And so as I quick, as I started this journey, I quickly noticed the shifts. I was feeling more energized, which to be honest, I really didn't think that was possible, but it was like waking up easily, naturally felt so good. I had better brain clarity, better focus. I had better bowel movement in phase two to three. I really started noticing my itchy scalp, like totally drastically changed. Like I would scratch my scalp here and there because people do that. It's normal, but like not like the way I was prior. My nose rash was healing. It wasn't as big. It wasn't um, stinging as much. The nose rash healing has been definitely the longest one to heal. And so, um, but, it, but, it, but it did. And then the biggest thing that I truly think was the biggest eye opener for me was that I was, I'm putting this in quotes. You can't see me, but like quote unquote losing weight. Like, yes, I lost some weight on the scale. And it was also because I was releasing so much inflammation. I didn't realize how inflamed my body was. Yes, I knew I was bloated at times, but I didn't realize how inflamed my body was and like my lymphatic system. And people started to notice. They were like, you, they weren't saying you look less bloated. They were, I was less bloated, but they were like, Tots, you look so, like you look leaner. What are you doing? Even people on Instagram who don't see me in person. I was like, yeah, I'm like less inflamed. It was great. And you know, a great, great things to help with your lymphatic system is, you know, those gua sha's, it's wicked trendy, um, where the people do it on their face to massage their face. I do that every morning now. It just drains your face lymphatic system, those ice rollers. You could do, you can do dry brushing, look into these things, game changers. I did that too, to just overall help my body and really do the drainage. And I'm telling you, like, I feel amazing right now. I have great energy, brain clarity, less bloat, no rash, less period symptoms. Like our ladies, massive cramps, some, a lot of our period symptoms are not normal. And a lot of doctors want to mask that with the pill, which is a whole other topic that one day I'll talk about. Um, you know, I've shared on my Instagram, like me going off the pill, but now I'm focusing on my hormones, but either way, those symptoms aren't normal. And as I continue to make improvements with the quality of the food, it has completely changed my life. And so I want to go into what I recommend for you and everyone. And like I said, everyone is different. I always recommend finding someone, a practitioner support to help you based on your specific symptoms to get to the actual root cause and whatever goals you may have. But I truly believe that these are things that can be applied across everyone because the quality of our foods matter. 
And the food industry does not give a shit about you. It doesn't. I worked in the food industry. I see how much sugar and chemicals they put in your your drinks and your food and then the, the marketing labels, the strategies behind it. They don't care about you. So I, I want to just share these are like the basic things I have found and have changed in myself. And you know, you can write it down and or or just just listen to it. It's not meant for you to change. I know with the episode with Crystal, we'll go deeper into it, but this is just what I did. So the most inflammatory foods are gluten, dairy, soy, corn, and sugar. Gluten in America is completely different than gluten in Europe. If you have a gluten allergy, or even if you've gone to Europe, you will notice people with gluten allergies don't really have the allergy in Europe. When I went to Italy in the last few months ago, I would eat pizza, pasta, ice cream, all these things, and I wouldn't feel bloated and like I was dying. Or even when I go to Uruguay, I would eat so much stuff because they're actually consuming real clean sugar and better gluten. So it's drastic. There's a reason why America is the most obese country and the most unhappy, unfulfilled, struggling with anxiety and depression. It's our food. It's our diet. It's our gut health. Okay. So these are some of the changes that I made and, you know, would recommend pasture raised eggs. They're good quality. They're like, you know, when their chickens are actually roaming, they're not in cages. You know, if you need to look at some of these things, look at the pictures of the quality of the food you're eating. Cause you're not what, you know, the saying, like you are what you eat. No, you aren't what you eat. You are what you eat eats. And that matters. The energy around it matters, how they were treated, how they were, what they were fed. That matters because that's all going in your body. And at first I didn't really like believe it, believe it. Now I totally believe it because I feel the difference. So look up, look up pictures, look it up. It's yeah, it's going to be sad, but maybe it'll actually motivate you more to make the changes. So I did pasteurized eggs. I, I personally switched to nut milks. Uh, if you've heard me before, I'm like, it's kind of weird that humans drink milk. We're the only mammals that continue to drink milk and not from our mothers, um, like skim milk, all these milks that, you know, they have things in it, but there's different studies that now say like the best milk is to have like a whole milk pasture raised from the farm. Not many people can have the access to that. So I used nut milk. And when you do nut milks, like almond milks or oat milk, coconut milk, the, the brand silk, the brand almond breeze, their shit, like I'm just going to give it to you. And I used to drink them until my friends were like, Tati, I know you're trying to be better, but they actually have all these gums and oils in it. And so when you look at the label, you're like, oh my goodness, it really should just be almonds and water or oats and water. So there you go. Um, a good few brands that Krista had given me was like Califia Farms, Malk Cashew Milk, Ripple Pea Milk. Those are good options. Um, stay away. Stay away. When I was in Tony Robbins, I was so happy that they talked about this. They had Dr. Mark Hyman actually come and talk about this. Was stay away from seed oils. They are so inflammatory to your body. They don't feel good. They cause issues in the, you know, the endocrine system, which affects your hormones, which that's something I'm learning now. It's different. So what are seed oils? Seed oils are canola oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, soy oil, or soy. Stay away from them. And you're like, I don't use them. No, 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 no. It's not what you always use. It's also what is in your foods. Like I said, in your milk, in your, in your cereal, in, in everything, look at the ingredients and you're going to be shocked in chips. I'm literally that person now in the grocery store since doing this protocol a few months ago. And I'm like, 
what the hell? This is organic. Why does it have canola oil in it? Like I get so mad when it's like seaweed or like chips or pretzels or cookies. I get it's, it's in everything. So, you know, good ones that you can consume that are good. Olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil. Those are the oils you want. Stay away from natural flavors because you don't know what the hell they're putting into it. Um, <laughs> like I, I have a friend, she's a food scientist. We get into like all this stuff and, you know, I was talking about, I'm, we're now focusing on hormones when I'll have another episode on that, but you know, fragrance and fragrance. She's like, it's literally fragrance, but on such a minuscule level. So I'm like, if I'm trying to stay away from fragrance, why am I consuming these things? Right? So natural flavors, that's just a label that people can have a bunch of chemicals that you don't even know, just labeled as natural flavors. You don't know what natural flavors are artificial sweeteners. So that's like glucose, corn syrup, stay away from high fructose corn syrup, all those things. These aren't your body, your gut can't detect it. It can't digest it. So you'll digest it and your body won't even be able to feel full because it's just chemicals. So like sugar, if you're going to use sugar, I mean, you should use sugar, but do real clean organic sugar or honey or coconut sugar. Those are things that your body should have for sweeteners versus all the fake stuff. And I say that because I'm experienced. I literally was like, zero calorie, like all these fake ones. No. Um, stay away from food dyes, like red dye, blue dye. Why are they putting dyes in our food? If you see some of the foods that are allowed in the US that aren't allowed in Europe, like Fruit Loops, mac and cheese, because they're adding these dyes, why are we giving our kids these dyes? I don't know. And you know what? I've consumed it all, but I'm just trying to bring awareness to you and just have you question things. Um, if you're going to do rice or pasta, you know, organic bonza rice is a good brand lentil or check chickpea pasta has been really great. If you consume oats, do organic oats again, because of the sprays they put in it, oats have one of the highest percentage of glyphosate, which is linked. It's been proven in research studies. You can look it up for cancer. So organic oats, just do it. Chocolate focus on 75% or more cacao, get like real chocolate, not the fake stuff. When I went to Costa Rica, I did a chocolate tour and I learned a lot about it. And I was like, Oh, I'm never going to eat white chocolate again after that tour. It's literally just like sugar and butter. <laughs> I was like, ew. Okay. never mind. Um, and, and try to get a good food trade. When I was in Costa Rica, they just shared a lot of like, you know how the diamond industry, there's like a blood industry in Africa, the same thing with chocolate, you guys. So Hue, H-U is a really, really good brand. Um, bread, you know, we want to avoid ones that have sugars and oils. So like I said, the oils in the sugars, like be mindful, look at the ingredients. What are they putting into it? Good ones are organic sourdough or sprouted bread or Ezekiel bread. Those are ones I do. Um, good brands are Siete or Canyon Bakehouse bread. Um, you guys, I'm just throwing this stuff based on my experience and based on my learnings. I really hope it's helping you. Um, you want to focus on good quality meat. This has really been a good game changer for me. So grass fed, wild caught, antibiotic free. Remember you're not what you eat. You're what you eat eats. We, the chicken breasts are not supposed to be that big. So those are big changes that I made in organic produce. So this is something that, you know, felt a little overwhelming because I know the label, the prices are, can be drastically different. And again, start little by little. I started with the dirty dozen list and then the clean 15 list. Um, and then I focus on like, okay, so maybe avocados or bananas or things with shells. I don't always buy organic, but I'll buy things like strawberries or broccoli, like think carrots, ones that are really known to have a lot of pesticides in it. And I'll buy organic from that. 
Um, you know, just, just, it's just being mindful of these things, you know, being mindful of, again, the supplements, it's actually just a junk food industry. Most for the most part, unfortunately. And I know if you've been following me for a while, you know, I've used a lot of supplements, you know, I used to share a lot of it and I just want to keep it real. Cause like I could totally beat myself up and judge myself and feel guilty for sharing those things. And what is that going to do? Instead, I'm just taking you on the journey. And as I grow and as I learn, I'm going to just share it with you. Um, and lastly, stay away from processed packaged foods. Those are the ones that they're adding all of these sugars, chemicals, oils that you don't need. And you guys, they are strategic. These are all the center grocery aisles. Next time you go to the grocery store, take a look. You'll notice that the, the produce, the fruits, the veggies, all of that are on the outside and the middle are all of the packaged foods. And they do that on purpose because they know you need to get to one end to the other. So avoid the packaged foods, avoid the center aisles and you'll be pretty good. And again, like I said, I've taken things little at, one at a time. Yes, I feel so much better and it's been so cool to watch you know evan joint get on board now because he feels it he tastes the difference too um and i still have things to improve on i am not perfect i am nowhere near the level of my friends and that's okay it's literally small gradual changes and i do believe it's about balance it's not about being all perfect like this is why i love my friends because yeah they're really intentional about the quality of foods they eat and they also live a little and they know that like one day one cookie isn't going to kill them and I do believe it is about balance and just being mindful of what you can control and so I still have improvements I'm making like I said earlier I am also now focusing on healing my hormones I'm in this program of course learning about it and cycle syncing for women so when I learn more and embody that you know I'm going to create another episode on that one um, but these are just the things that I've learned over the years. And I'm, my biggest advice for you is just take things slow. Start one at a time until it's you know normal and automatic. Get creative. Have fun with these new recipes. Instead of you dreading it and like, oh my God, what am I going to eat now? Like if you eat in a lot of processed stuff or ramen or takeout or all these things, just start little by little. We want this to be a lifestyle and not a gradual change. And yeah, you may spend a little bit more on groceries and I would love to reframe you and say, cool, you spend more now, you save more later based on health bills, you know, maybe less chance of diabetes or other diseases or other chronic illnesses. I think it's worth it. Don't you? And, you know, just start with doing swaps. Maybe you eliminate a food to see how your body feels. If you notice you feel bloated every time you eat it. I know a lot of these tips I do actually share in the ebook, which is still on sale if you're listening for $22. Um, you know, the main part, part of the ebook is to help you make positive changes in your life. Right. And a lot of it's mindset and doing, you know, practices and exercises in improving that. And if you know me, I always say, I don't believe you can have a healthy mind without a healthy body. So I do share a lot of these tips and, and write it out for you and break it down. And I don't know about you, but I think $22 is worth it just to have someone have a, a whole list and have it there for you. So if you are interested in just making a better improvement change, download the ebook. You can buy it with the link in the show notes below. I think it's probably on sale for one more week. If you're listening to this live, then it's going to go up, but yeah, I wanted to make it super affordable for you and I, I hope you're enjoying it, but yeah, I put it in there. Um, and yeah, so final, just wrapping this up, final few resources if you want to learn more. 
I recommend starting with the book Food by Dr. Mark Hyman. It was great and it was really, really simplified. Um, I bet you Krista, a next week's episode is going to share more resources for you. A few Instagram accounts that I follow and I'll put all their names down healthily. You know, this girl is fire and she goes after the supplement food industry. She was in the bodybuilding world, so she really speaks from an embodied place. Um, and she can have like, you know, an energy that some people are like, oh my God, but like she's given, she's giving you the truth. Like we're consuming shit and then we wonder why we feel bad. So healthily, Dr. Mark Hyman himself, I'm on his email list. He gives a lot of great swaps. Um, the food babe, great Instagram account, wake up and read the labels, amazing Instagram account, really teaching you about the labels. Um, those are a few on the top of my head that I can remember who I follow now. There's so many accounts. Also, I have a few friends that share a lot of this stuff. So Courtney Hayes, she shares a lot of like uh, food swaps that she thought was healthy, but actually wasn't and what she uses now. She did a really big gut healing journey as well as my friends, Lauren Fitzpatrick and Lauren Onisi. These are those two women really helped me with my journey. So they're amazing. Um, and then Krista, who is the health practitioner that I'm going to be interviewing next week. Her Hers is Soma Sonder. So I'll put all these names in the links in the show notes below, but you know, you can do your own research. It can feel a little overwhelming, but just take it one step at a time. I, I didn't want to rush this episode. I didn't think it was going to be this long, but I wanted you guys to just really know like where I came from, that maybe I'm in your shoes too. I didn't always eat everything organic and I still don't eat everything organic. If you see, see me, I still go out for drinks. I'll still get ice cream. Like I still consume these things, but it's with intention and quality and in moderation now. So I really, really hope this supports you. Um, I can't encourage you enough to take your internal and your gut health like seriously and prioritize it. If you're experiencing symptoms, definitely listen to the podcast next week with Krista. And I know she's going to break down root symptoms and some possible root causes because a lot of our doctor industry, first of all, doctors don't go through nutrition, which is beyond me, but they're covering the surface level symptom versus the actual root cause. And she, I know is going to go deeper into that. Um, but you know, don't stop looking for help, get the support, do your research. There are people there that truly want to help you. Um, if you want to reach out to Krista or any of the women I mentioned, tell them I sent them your way, sent you their way. They're, they're amazing women. They do want to help. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to Krista's episode because she has so much knowledge, so much wisdom. And I wouldn't be here today without her. I feel so, so much better. Um, yeah. And so it's been a great experience with her. The protocol was great. The parasites, I realized I didn't talk much, but I just want to say, don't get scared of parasite cleanses. Like it's, I didn't really feel any different. You just, you go to the bathroom every day, right? Like everyone's parasites are different, but I will say I totally felt the inflammation and bloat in my, that for me personally, in that phase, like go away. It was so, so cool. So cool. But anyways, I hope you valued from this episode. Hopefully you took notes, check out the show links, um, for people to follow. If you're interested in buying the ebook, you can buy it there and just take it one step at a time your body your who you are is worth having this health you can live a most optimal health from the inside out it may just take time and that's okay it's not a race there's no rush it's a lifelong journey so thank you all so much for listening i truly appreciate it i hope it inspired you to make some changes and i will see you next tuesday for the episode with krista 
the amazing health practitioner who helped me completely heal. And I can't wait for you to hear her words of wisdom, her story, and all of her tips and tricks. Well, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. If you valued from this, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. If you have any questions, please send me a message, send me an email. Um, I'm here. I'm here to support you in any which way that I can. And if not, I will direct you to the right person. And if you know of anybody who needs to hear this, as always send it because we get to change the world when we first change ourselves and just spread information that we learn day to day. Okay. And as always, because I've been sharing a lot of, you know, wisdomy things, knowledge is in power, knowledge and implementation is power. So don't just take this episode and forget, like make one small change, even if it's stop eating natural flavors or, or food dyes, just one little thing to improve yourself and see the little changes that you feel to motivate you to keep going and going. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope you have the most radiant day ever. I will see you next week for the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.